Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Love, phone on the record. This is Minister Cedric in Israel. And um, this is a Thursday night photo show line. The time now is 7 7.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Standard Central Time. And um, uh, I just wanted to see who's on joining us for fellowship tonight. Shalom. Shalom, brother. This is Brother Andrew. Shalom, brother. Glad to have you here, brother. Glad to have you here as well, brother. Yes, sir. Anyone else? <laughs> okay. Um, there's no one else here. I'm pretty sure they'll be coming in radically. But, uh, phone on the uh, record. Um, I know that a lot of people are hearing about what had recently, uh, maybe yesterday, uh, what happened in South Carolina where um, a Caucasoid male opened fired on uh, nine church members at a, a AME Baptist church in South Carolina. And um, he, it's, it's really weird. Well, it's not weird because, I mean, I mean, a lot of us have seen these things now since start as of like last year. These types of killings have been uh, have been very frequent, a little too frequent, and because they've been so frequent in the media, a lot of you know the media kind of desensitizes us to it. Like you know, it becomes it's like the norm, you know, and what our people need to be aware of is the times that we are in, and we can't stress that enough. You know, when the future listeners, our future sons and daughters, nieces and nephews, aunts and uncles uh, are listening to what we're saying now, they're going to hear this and they're going to, you know, think to themselves, wow, like this is, you know, prophecy is an amazing thing because, you never know, or you 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 see these, you hear these things happening before. You know, you hear these things now. It was once upon a time you just had to read about it. You know, our ancestors had to read these things, but now we hear these things vividly. So make no mistake. You know, these prophecies are real. They are there. There's life in these prophecies, and they're being fulfilled. You know, by these people who have been put in a position to chastise us before our, you know, for our disobedience to our creator. But in, but in the same light, 
these people who at once upon a time were thriving. You know, this, this country was thriving, but now this country is turning into a beast. And the people who were supposed to run this government, they have slowed, they have drastically let this government fall to shambles. And it's only really a matter of time when that Red Sea will be parted again. I'm speaking metaphorically. You know, um, I think a lot of us uh, contemplate the day that, you know, that will happen, you know, and it can happen It can happen tomorrow. No one really knows, you know. This is why we need to be uh, aware of what's going on around us. But most importantly, we must prepare. We must prepare. And that is critical. Um, I don't, you know, our brothers and sisters who are not in this walk with us do not comprehend that, nor do they, uh, nor they are very carefree and nonchalant about that because they have become complacent and they have become very dependent on the government. And they do not know that this same government they have become dependent on is going to hand them over as ransom to their creditors. That could be today. That could be tomorrow. No one really knows. No one knows the hour, but we do know it's going to happen. So we must be aware and we must prepare. Um, I will open up the floor for anybody to um, share their thoughts about what's going on in South Carolina as we speak. Brother Andrew, shalom, brother. What do you think? um, What are your thoughts? What's going on in South Carolina? Shalom, brother. Um, you know, our um, out to the family that uh, lost their loved ones and still have no knowledge that their loved ones have been affected from this traumatizing situation. They into that whole mess, you know, pertaining to that terrorist act. Um, that's, 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 you know, that's something because I, you know what, it's funny, um, it's not funny, but I've actually checked out a little bit more the book of Negroes, right? Mm-hmm. And I was hearing in the news this morning that this church was, 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 is, is the oldest Methodist church from around the 1700s, 1800s, roughly. And watching the book of Negroes and actually seeing what a Methodist church is, originally the Methodist church was talking about them being the Israelites, and we being the Israelites, we need to... I'm only speaking of what the book of Negroes was speaking of. But Mm -hmm. in history, the individual, Daddy Moses, was actually a real individual. uh, 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 And in history, it's known that he was telling his congregation that we are the Israelites, and as Israelites, we need to exit this back on out to where our homeland is. Right. Now, um, the thing is, if you know who you are, and you know what you're supposed to be doing, and as time passes, generation comes, as time passes, and the generation after you is standing upon the foundation in which you stood upon, and which brought you up, 
and you're not doing that which you're supposed to do, now that you're conducting yourself in the fear that you're supposed to conduct yourself, then natural judgment will take its toll. Because I know for a fact that many, I'm not, I'm not saying that these victims that passed away were indulging in, in criminal acts, but there is many, many, many criminal acts that happen, and a lot of people run to the churches to find peace. And they don't try to rectify the situation between them and the most high person and foremost. Right. So um, with that whole scenario, uh, of course it's wrong. You know. Um, also, I want to make mention of the fact that guy made mention of the fact um, he said that I want you know you guys keep raping our women, you guys taking over our country, you guys need to leave. Now, this dude was a 21-year-old individual. Mm-hmm. As a 21-year-old individual, it's either one of two things. Either he, all he did was just had a grave hatred towards said black people, research, and just had a hatred built up, or somebody else was coaching him and seeing that within him, and the elder was coaching him and just used that, just only used it only use him to have that 21-year-old play out and do an act that that individual would not do themselves or they couldn't pull it off their own self. So I don't believe he was operating on his own. And if he was, somebody was feeding him with, with, with gas. You, they, were, they, were, they were just gas in his head. Um, we got a yield for the time being. Yes, sir. And and let me just say this, brother, because you you may mention us some things. First and foremost, I'm gonna um, say this about the book of Negroes. I did mention back in January or February that I would be posting the book of Negroes in the university, and I did not make that happen because I do not have that DVD and I could not find it. Um, what I will do is I will see if it's on. Uh, YouTube, most likely it's on YouTube now because I know we have the YouTube room now. We could put it in the YouTube room. And the reason why I think it's critical that we put it in there time and time again, I said this back in February, that it will shed light as it did for me. It shed a whole lot of light on what real estate is and how it works. And right. um, we definitely need that because a lot of people who will be entering the nation, you know, will it will help people, especially people who are nucleus, to get a better understanding of why things are happening as opposed to you're saying you're in an emotional mindset, so you're you're able to come up with these irrational theories on why you think these things are happening. And we've got to be very cognizant of the things that we say about history because a lot of us don't really know the truth. However, we can, we can, that we can cross-reference and then verify what happened, you know, know by cross-referencing. But we can also look at what it is that we're, do, what that we're doing in, in terms of law, government, and commerce because, as you can see, that is... It's the most fluent. It's the most fluent spirit 
And I do call Palmer a spirit. It's the most fluent spirit in this on this earth plane, if you will. Um, secondly, I'm not sure if anybody did uh, hear about this because they started talking about these two flags that was on the young man's uh, jacket. And one of the flags, so I found out, I just got to read an article on I Love Music Age or something like that. It's, it's one of these little uh, blog sites they have on uh, Facebook social media. And they were stating that one of the flags was an apartheid uh, apartheid era South African flag, and then the other one was an unidentified white supremacist flag. Yeah, the one at the bottom was a white supremacist flag, and the uh, one at the uh, top was a uh, apartheid era South African flag. That's how they identified it. So I'm assuming that this guy um, represented the idea that uh, blacks in South or uh, the Hamites in South Africa or the blacks in South Africa, um, uh, he he feels the same way that the so-called South Africans do uh, about the Aboriginal people who were supposed to be in Atlanta, that they don't want them there. And it's the same type of uh, it's the same type of regime that you see in a lot of democratic societies, and a lot of people are pushing for democracy, but a lot of people, the, the commoners are starting to wake up and see that it's this democracy that's fueling this, uh, this caste system, this social caste system, or this social race system or classism um, that we see happening today. And because we not a lot of us are not aware of it, we don't see it. But all in all, I was basically um, putting it out there that these two flags have been identified. I didn't understand why it was so significant, but maybe by them identifying the flags that were on the jacket, it gave everyone the insight of the mentality of the person of this young man. And as you stated, he said that, you know, um, they're raping our women, they're taking over this country, they got to go. So from what I can understand and what a lot of the media is saying is that this was a hate crime. Um, a lot of people don't understand also as well is that, okay, I'm not condoning what he did. I'm not going to condone it at all. What I will say is, this is the punishment that we get when we put our lives into their hands. Now their offsprings are taking over, and they're savages. They're the savages that they claim we are, that we were. And we living amongst them. We don't have to, but the majority of our brothers and sisters who are lost want to, and because they want to, they are seeing the mistreatment and they are thinking that, oh, my God, what is me? But the people who are showing them, you know, the, this mistreatment are trying to also show them, hey, you know, this is what you happen when you want to live with us. We run this house. If you don't like it, get out. And it's like they're steady, you know, we shall overcome, we shall overcome. And it's like, okay, well, it's been all like 
400 years, and if you don't overcome after, if, if you don't overcome now, you will never. So you got to take the initiative, but from what, from the, what the Pope, and Brother Zine hit this to me, as I had already been thinking, but he spoke on it previously uh, in a conversation that we had, this climate change, there's a climate change. Has nothing to do with, and as a matter of fact, Ema and I as well had a conversation about this. There's a climate change, and it has nothing to do with the ozone layer or the ice caps and all this stuff melting. They're talking about there's an economic change, or there's a commercial change. There's a there's a mentality change in the masses. People are waking up in America by the numbers and trying to understand law the way you know the system works. And they are scared because now they can't use those same old tactics on us like they used to. You know, but um, absolutely. Salam, Salam, mother. How are you? I'm doing fine. Hello, everybody. Yes, ma'am. Yes, brother. You. What were you saying, brother? Yeah, no, um, I was saying actually correct because you gotta you gotta keep in mind that they never ever expected us to ever even can read, much less write. Right. You know, and at the same time, many of us still don't have that ability to do so, even though we might believe we can. You know, so they never really did plan as far. You know, it's that's the thing when when um I'm not blaming no nationality for the judgment upon Israel. The thing is, when an individual feels, when a, when a nation of people feel that they have all the power and they orchestrate and they feel that their plans are operating in their own demise, on their own benefit, and they don't acknowledge that there is a higher power, then, <laughs> then there's, 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 there has to be a, a reminder that you know that there is a higher power. You cannot right. turn away from that. So what I'm saying is that um, Babylon is falling. Uh, it's mm. not no. It's not no. It's not no. Do you think if Babylon is not nothing that Babylon is falling? But at the same time, it's only those who have the right glass that are going to be able to see it. You know, because many people look at a scenario and they think, oh. Forget white people, white people need to get off and all kind of foolishness. But at the end of the day, if you only looking at it like this as black and white, then you you still you still stuck in slavery. You still hmm. stuck in the Book of Negroes edition. You still thinking it's black and white, and you're not realizing that it's just business and how you are stated upon the. Business. What's your status upon the business? Um, yeah, yeah, but it's real heart-achening, but more heart-achening to know that our people are looking at this whole thing as this black and white, hate white people, or we hate white people, but if you don't hate white people, then you're a white people lover. All kind of foolishness. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, Ema, do you have anything you want to speak on it's in re- in regards to that? We were speaking um on the uh, situation that had happened in uh, 
South Carolina about the young man who shot the nine people at the church? Oh, yeah. Well, from my perspective, what's going on, from my perspective, what's going on is that uh, tours up, time's over, you know, and it, we need, you know, the most high had to, well, first of all, there's a saying. Uh, in order for something to live, something's got to die. That's the bottom line. You can't get out. Right. Nobody can get out of that. You know? Right. I mean, if you want vegetables, they got to die. You know? Right. Uh, for me, it's got to die. And, and the Messiah died for us. So basically, and that's, you know, and then secondly, if it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> the, little girl, the little girl, the spirit of the Most High was in her to tell her to lay down and pretend like you're dead. She did that. The other woman was told to go tell the world. She lived. But it's time. It's when your job is done, it's done. And thirdly, what's happening is we got to unite. They got to stop all this uh, uh, idolatry and and hustling and the 501C and worshiping the the beast instead of doing our own thing, coming together. Uh, uh, You know, we got to form a a unison here. We got to form an alliance. You know, they're already considered the enemy of the state. Mm. <laughs> Ain't that the you truth. Yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean, it's green, and then they just... And you know what also, the thing is, you see, many of these, um, what do you call them, many of these are white supremacists, or these, uh... When, uh, uh, these KKKs or these uh, affiliates of KKKs, many of them, they know history. They know they know the history of the Negroes. So you can be, you can, you can, you can, you can make men. You can pretty much bet that the individual that did all that shooting, that Caucasian that did all that shooting in the Methodist Church, you can pretty, you can bet that he knew the history of the Methodist Church. He knew that at one point in time. Many of the preachers were saying, we are the Israelites, and we need to exodus. He, you can bet he knew that. But all these so-called gangbangers and gangsters, they all want to do, do is all they want to do is busk on and they don't have no knowledge of no history of their own selves or their own people. And they can't see the importance of knowing history. Look how, look how that one individual, he... That one individual did what he did just based off of history. Hmm. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was into that church, too, I think. Pardon? Dr. Martin Luther King had visited that church years ago. Okay. Yeah. Look it up. He was there. Mm -hmm. He had been there to that church. And I have a strong feeling they're going to try and pass it off saying this individual has some kind of mental issues that need to be looked upon and he's going to see a psychiatrist and they're going to hold him down for a certain amount of years while he's paroled or coach or whatever the case is. Yeah. You know. You know, before the record, this is Minister Jenny. Let me just say this. We were just sitting around the TV earlier and we were saying the exact same thing. Well, uh, Social media has been saying it. Like, they know he's going to get off because there is this. Mind you now, here's the thing, and I want to say this because I I would like to think that by now, because we live 
uh, we live at the bottom of society, so right above us are pretty much the plebeians, what they used to call in the Roman society is the citizens, if you will. We live amongst the commoners, and they're the ones who are uh, doing the talking. They're the ones who are reciting the history. They're the ones who are propagating, um, telling you what they think is, uh, what, you know, the status quo is. So, you know, they we tend to formulate these ideas or these opinions about what we think the justice system is going to do. And in all actuality, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. However, we kind of can look at the situation and know that there's kind of, there's always usually an outlet for people like, you know, this young man here. A lot of people have been speculating that they think he was paid to do it. Um, and maybe he'll get off. Um, there's just like maybe he'll plead insanity and he'll get some type of, you know, uh, He'll get some type of a treatment for it, if you will. And um, who knows? All I know is no one on this line should be surprised at how the justice system has been running lately because, as we all know and have been studying economics, that we know how they deal. They're nothing but a bunch of merchants. and you know, we know what we know what the outcome is going to be. Um, at least we think we know what the outcome is going to be. However, I just want to see how this is going to play out. Um, I think that this is a situation that's just not even. It's not new. It's something like I said earlier. It's not something. It's something that we've been kind of been desensitized to because we've seen it so much lately, and. Um, it's going to continue, you know, as Ima Yaru said, because our people are full of idolatry. And it's only gotten worse, and I'm going to say it's only gotten worse now because now you have the, you have our brothers and sisters who are starting to get off into these little camps and these little groups and they're studying this quote-unquote, knowledge, and now they think that they're superior. They think they're superior than the damn people who run this government. And they literally think that these people cannot touch them. And what I don't understand is why do these people think that? Like, why do these these folks don't care about these so-called sacrilegious people because they're the ones who created the religions for you. They already know what type of outcome it's going to produce. You know, they produced these characteristics in us, and they gave us the religion to to carry out these characteristics. So it's no surprise to them. However, what our people do need to do is get off their high horses and check the egos because it's going to lead a whole lot of people down the damn toilet, and they are going to drown. Um, I wanted to throw this out we spoke on uh, something last week. We were talking about uh, Rachel Dolezal. I think that's. I think we spoke on Rachel Dolezal, Dolezal, whatever her name is. And what ended up happening is 
Of course, everybody's familiar with the fact that she uh, was part of the NAACP. She was the president of, uh, 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 I can't remember what the name of the, of the uh, organization is offhand, but what I do know is that she was a part of the uh, president of NAACP, and she lied about her uh, quote-unquote uh, identity. And um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we also spoke, this is what I was going to say, we spoke about the movie Roots being a fraud. We spoke about that. Why am I speaking on this again? It's because there was an interview uh, with LeVar Burton, <coughs> and he gave his opinion on the Rachel Dolezal uh, those. I cannot say the name the same. I'll just say Dole is out. And I couldn't believe he said this. And I know this man has got to know this because he's been in the movie. But I know this man bust out instead because he was like, well, what do you think? Should she get a pass as far as her identity? Could Do you guys would consider her to be black? And this man says, Ask Kuta Kente. LeVar Burton now, he says, ask Kuta Kente. Because Kuta Kente was a, a legitimate, live, breathing person. And I'm thinking to myself, this man can't be serious. Like, I know he know that that whole story was made up. And I know he know that, I know he know the man who actually wrote the book. And I know he know that that movie was plagiarized and the book was plagiarized. How do you not know? It just it just threw me for a loop because I couldn't understand it. But I just threw that out there because um, I saw the interview and I know we had spoke on the whole situation with uh we had spoke on the situation with the brother uh, Alex Haley and Roots last week. Um, but he was saying that he like the lady Rachel would have to. Uh, ask Kunta Kente, you know, about, you know, what she is or something like I guess he's being sarcastic, but you can tell something to him was like he was serious about what he was saying because he ended up saying that, you know, how do you go through the whole, how do you suffer through that whole situation, you know, what made you do it? You know, even still, he was saying that no matter what, she still would not be considered as "quote unquote" black, and stated that um, black is not something like being black is not something to play with. Is not a joke. This is this is real life. You know, but what I, you know, what I, what's sad to me is that that brother don't realize, and just like many other people that I had to deal with in class, they don't realize that it is a condition. And it is a status that we're in. It's not who we are. Because there's a lot of black people in the world that are not even related to us. But um, I just had to throw that out there. Um, and it, we can open up the floor for any topics or any responses or uh, comments, if you will. Thank you, Andrew. Um, I'm Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. It's working on extremely bad, brother. We can't hear you. 
Okay, then I'll eat one. Right now, where I'm at, it's going to be something like a little bit. One, 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 one. Yeah, oh, that's, that's not good. Hello? Hello? Okay. Emar, are you there? Amy Yaru? Yes, I'm on mute. Yes, I'm here, son. Yes. Okay. I just wanted yeah, to make I, sure. I'm kind of out, so I'm on mute a lot more than in, you know. Okay. So what do you think about uh, your sister, Rachel? Well, what I'll say, well, what I'll say is what I said. Um, I said this on social media the other day, and I and I was and I'm serious about it because I had mixed feelings about the situation. I still do, but what I did come to terms with is that we can learn something from what she said because I don't know if a lot of people were actually paying attention, but what they were asking her, what are you? And she said over and over and over, I identify as black. She kept saying, she didn't say I am black. She said I identify as black or I and you identify. Know, we talked as, about that identify, identity. Yes. You know, and, and in her mind, she identified herself as a black woman. Right. She identified herself as that. Now, what? where am I going at with this? Again, this is what she, okay, and this is where uh, there is some confusion because what the commoners are doing is they're putting it out there for people like us because they know we don't understand this government. They're putting it out there in terms of making black to be something somewhat of a culture, and it's not a culture. The government designated it as a status, a condition for a people who are felons and who are bankrupt. But because right. we've been right. taught about ethnicity and ethnics and affinities and associations, we are thinking that black, white are cultures. They are not cultures. Right. They right. are right. conditions. Right. And that's it's the, so that's the key. And, and that's exactly, this, this is the key. Because a lot of people say, oh, my God, no, she ain't black, she's not black. And she is, she's also not saying that she is black. What she's saying is she identifies as black. But where she right. in her mind is, where she in her mind is stuck at is that she's using black as saying, I am culturally black. She tanned her skin, she got the weave, and she thinks that that makes her black. And I guess you can say on the outside she looks like a black, because nobody can really tell whether she was white because her skin was so tanned and her hair was so kinky curly. But even in my mind, I knew the sister wasn't white. I said it when I first heard it. When my teacher showed her face, I said, no, that is not a sister. He said, what? I said, that's sister. I said she's not right. a sister. I said, that lady got a white father. Her and he said, white. Exactly. I said, well, first of all, it wasn't even the name that gave it away. Brother Free spoke on this when I first got a nucleus. He said this about certain people. You can identify them by, by the way they look sometimes. First of all, first and foremost, her recessive traits, she had the light eyes and she had loose curls. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. She had the looser curls. 
But we right. also, you see what I'm saying? We right. also know that she had the recessive That's trait. That. We got that kinky stuff down to the to the scalp. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? She uh-huh. her, her her curls were too loose. But in all actuality, I could look at that and tell that was a weave. You know. So, um, but in my mind, I knew that that wasn't a system. Okay. I, I knew that. But um, but what she made the notion and she kept saying and she stuck with it. I identify as black. And so in my mind, and we also spoke on this as well. We spoke on the factor of uh, what they're calling now transracial now. And they they were going to, uh, they were saying that uh, transracial is the new thing. I think we spoke on this. We were in uh, sociology and law. And he was saying, what do you guys think about this new term transracial? And everybody was just like, what do you mean transracial? It's like, well, one person in the one race can be somewhat of another race. And I'm sitting there like, these people do not get it. Like, they don't get it. She can be African-American. It's a, con- it's a status. Right, 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 right. And uh, she can be African-American. I say that's good for her. I say because what she don't understand is that's going to make her more taxable. Exactly, exactly. It's, gonna make them, it's, it's a commercial thing. It has nothing to do with the color of her skin. It's right. our people who making it a color thing. It right. has nothing to do with the color of your skin. They don't care because her name is Rachel Dolezal and she's put spray tan on looking like a, a Tropicana orange juice. They're looking at the fact that now since you want to move from being quote-unquote white status to a debtor status black, we can uh-huh. tax you more. Uh-huh. That's what they're looking at. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Exactly. But here's exactly. something else I want to throw out there. So they were saying that the LGBT community mm-hmm. had something to say about that. Right. Said that they said that they didn't agree with that. That wasn't a word. Excuse me. Wait a minute. They said what now? Yeah, can they say you say that one, please? Huh? No, I was, saying, I, was, I was just saying what emails make me. Can you repeat that once more? I said that my my teacher was saying that the LGBT the LGBT community they spoke uh-huh. out about it, and he was saying that they made the notion that there's no such thing as transracial. And he asked us, he said, "Well, why are you saying?" He said, "Why do you think that they're saying this?" And he said that they're saying this because this would make their situation where, you know, they're fighting for, quote-unquote, civil rights illegitimate because you can't change your gender. You see what I'm saying? This is what the LGBT community is known for nowadays that they're trying to, they don't use, quote-unquote, pronouns anymore. They want to be able to fit into a gender but not understanding that regardless of what it is, you are already designed by nature with a particular sex. You're already designated. They're talking about, well, we can still pick our gender roles. No, you can't because right. you already have your sex parts. Right. It, it's right. what you choose to do with them. Right. It's what you choose to do with them. But everyone, regardless of what it, whatever it is that you want to call it, they are going to consider you what you naturally are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I made the notion about this maybe a couple of weeks ago, and maybe I didn't. But there was a news piece someone posted on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw this, but now they have it where this is in Baltimore. 
you can change your uh you can change your gender on your birth certificate. I don't think does anybody remember me saying that or did I not say that? I don't remember. Well, they have it now. They put it in the law. And as a matter of fact, when I read it, they were saying that there are seven states that are doing this now. They're allowing people to uh, change their gender without any doctor consultation or any proof at all. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This Man, this government is corrupt. Yeah. And, and, and it's coming down on them. Oh, yeah. And That's what they do in the time. Yeah, because they they know that they got it. They're trying to do everything to get that money. It's yeah. all about that dollar, but they're steady going down. It's like, don't y'all see what y'all are doing to your own self? Right, they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know when when you know when, when, when like we speak of when a person has it's their time to die. Well, in, in Ecclesiastes, and I know brother. Uh, Andrew knows about Ecclesiastes, a time for everything, brother. You remember that one? Can you repeat that once more, Eva? I know you know about Ecclesiastes, a time for this, a time for that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me go on to this time. I'm trying to see. Can you repeat that once more, Eva? Okay, I said, I know you know about Ecclesiastes, when it's a time to live and a time to die. Right, right, yes. Right. It's a time of peace and it's a time of war. Right, absolutely. See, a lot of people don't understand. We are not in peace time. We are in war time. Right, right, right. right. That's Ecclesiastes 7. Uh huh. You know, that's, uh-huh. it, that's evidence just by the flag oh, yeah. that's flying. No, it's coming you know, they, they, they have the war flag that you see every day. That's not the peace flag. Right. Hi, hi, brother. Hi, brother Bart. How you doing? I'm good in itself. I was just stop talking. Salam, Akbar. Miss you. Salam, right. Yeah, that's Salaam, that, that's man. a war that's a war flag that's flying. The flag that uh-huh. we pledge allegiance to, all uh-huh. this stuff. That's a war flag. Yeah, we're the kind of flag war. too. Mhm. Well, and then we're called, we're considered enemies of the state. Bottom line. Yeah. You know, so now it's time for us to stand up and take our rightful place. Because yeah. really, everybody in the whole world and even people over here are wanting us to come back to our senses. Speaking so of that, uh, did you guys hear about the new movie that's supposed to be coming out in 2017? They're doing, they're about to do a movie. And I don't know if it's coming to the big screens. It's supposed to be coming out in 2017. The Edict of Explosion 1492. Huh? Yeah, they're doing that. They're about to make a movie about that. The guy uh-huh. named is Omar. I think he's uh-huh. from Turkey. And uh-huh. um, he is about to do the adaptation of the re- – he's about to do the reenactment of the 1492 edict, the expulsion of the Jews, the Sephardic Jews, might I wow. add. Um, and they're going to be white did. folks, though. Oh, yeah, I know. But here, here, and we, we're not surprised. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because I think, if anything, if any movie, I know we, they've made Noah, they've made the, the movie about gods and kings or whatever they want to call it. 
I think that this movie we definitely need to watch because this movie is it's not an extension of The Conquest of Paradise, 1492. That movie was about Columbus uh, selling to, the, uh, to America uh, by uh, commission of uh, Queen Isabella. This movie uh, is more kind of, you can look at it like it's a pick off of where that left off at. We get to see what happened to the Sephardic Jews because they also mentioned that the, the king at that time of the Ottoman Empire accepted the Sephardic Jews into, uh, he, he accepted them back uh, into the Ottoman Empire when they were expelled from, um, from, uh, from Spain. And they, they mentioned that they're going to uh, uh, talk about the Alhambra Decree. All this is going to be in the movie. We need to watch it. Um, the reason why we need to watch it is because now we get to see, even if it is some lies in there, we get to see what it is that they're saying about these people who are so-called, quote-unquote, Jewish. Um, and maybe we can see if there's some most of our uh-huh. history in there. We need to find this out. We need to see what it is that they're saying because all of this is just it's just coincidental that all of this stuff is coming out. And in 2018, the same man is about to do a movie called Mesopotamia. So, hey, look, these things that have I wanted to announce this on the news thing, the news piece that we did today, Emma. But I want to save it for here, because I know a lot of people aren't familiar with the expulsion uh, edict. It would have made uh, for good, uh, which uh, for good entertainment. But I know a lot of people would take that running and and they'll be trash it. But I know if we talked about it here, I know it would be uh, something that we can look into. And I started doing some research on it because I wanted to know what what countries were part of the Ottoman Empire so that we can understand what happened to these Sephardic Jews. Because we know that most of them went back in Africa. Most of them were brought here during the slave trade. And most of them were picked up in West Africa or the Maghreb, or uh, the, uh, what they call North Africa, whatever you want to call it. But um, look into it, you guys, and I yield. Anybody, the floor is open. That that that's just interesting, and you know, we, you know, we gotta praise the Most High because He's got us in that state and condition where we can look beyond the color of the skin and put ourselves mm-hmm. in the place. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Everybody, everybody is not blessed with that ability or knowledge or insight. See, we yes, can right. learn from it. We that, that, we're getting history straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Mhm. Yes, crazy. It's wonderful, you know. But uh, I, you know, I was thinking. Our people, we have that, we still have that characteristic trait because, you know, we've always been a peaceful people and a loving people and a people that believes in, you know, enjoying ourselves and stuff. So I talk to a lot of people about different things that's going on, and we have such a forgiving heart, you know, until yeah. it comes to us, each other. You know, then we just go ballistic, don't we? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just kind of, you know, uh, it's it's like, a kind of like a black and white situation kind of uh, uh, kind of feeling. We have a black and white emotion. We're good when we're good, and we are bad when we are bad. And um, I mean that's just 
that I just, you know, it's almost kind of like the most high. But here's the difference. Nature is long-suffering mm-hmm. and it is meek. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we need to learn how to. This is why we always fell short of following the law because we are so quick to get angry. We do not know how to, we don't know how to, or most of us don't know how to, because we do have people, you know, who do try to be long-suffering and try to endure. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do come to your breaking point, you know, but you got some people who are just, they're very temperamental. A woman, and they can be really, really nice, but if you push them to the edge, they go from zero to 100. Real quick, <laughs> out there. Um, but in all essence, man, and that, and, and I've heard this from older people a lot of times. They say nature follows human nature, and na- human nature follows nature. In other words, mm-hmm. we've seen the fury of Mother Earth or Mother Gaia, and how she's been roaring and 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 and, and, and you know, wailing and travailing pain. You know, so uh, you know, it's a reflection. It's a reflection. Each is a reflection of the other. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it's been the weather's just been different, and it's just a lot of things going on that reflect in us, and we reflect in Mother Nature. It all is one. At the end of the day, right. everything is one in unison. You know, but it has its, its own time to do whatever it's got to do. You know, mm-hmm. so this is the time now. If I'm understanding of this, sixteen eleven and fourteen, like two thousand fourteen or something like that, the four hundred years is up. Do I have that yeah. yeah, those. Th- this is why it's. This is why it's happening the way it's happening because it's right. pretty much time to, for us to kind of get get from out of the house. It's, mm-hmm. it's time for us to be born again, mm-hmm. and because most people are not willing to do it because mm-hmm. they've been so, again, they've been so complacent that they can't see that it's time. Mm-hmm. They have to die off. Right. Right. It's like those leaves, you know, it's like those leaves or it's like those rose petals that are, you know, used to being roses for so long and they don't realize that, hey, you know, the sun is out, it's hot, like 100 degrees, and they're just steady hanging on. The sun is going to burn them up and they're going to fall off so that they can be a new rose. And, you know, this is what our life is like. Mm -hmm. I pass a rose bush on the way and from my house all the time and I see these roses bloom and I watch them die. And uh-huh. it's just so amazing because I'm like, that is the most amazing thing how our ancestors were able to come up with this concept of uh-huh. studying nature and having it reflected in our personal lives. And, and they were able to come up with the, the course of how nature acts. It, You know, we we live, we die, you know, we're happy, we're sad, we're, you know. I mean, of course, there's some great periods and some great areas. But one thing I learned is that this is, this is, this is nature. We're, you know, we're extension of it, but we're the better part of it. Right. You and, know, and also, history does not history teach itself. There's nothing yes, more than the sun. The children of Israel, you know, they wandered the desert for 40 years. And then mm-hmm. all of them didn't cross over, including Moses himself, you see. Oh, my Lord. 
He's speaking of the Bible, man. I was on the internet. I was on Facebook. I let me let me just say this, man. I, I think for the most part, the Bible is a very great, great book, but it has turned some of our people the knowledge or the understanding, because it's not the book, it's the understanding of it, have turned some of our people into some shot out, like they are gone. I have, like, seen people pick debates just for nothing, and I would just be like, why are you guys arguing over this? Like, this is simple stuff. It's like, what is there to argue out? All you guys, both of you guys believe in the most high. Oh, well, see, well, Luke and John said that, you know, uh, uh, Jesus died on the cross, but, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, why can't you guys just focus on what you need to focus on instead of trying to challenge each other on things that you don't even comprehend fully? Because you, you don't comprehend these things that you're asking. <laughs> And I think it just it's just something that they're doing is just past the time because they don't they have too much of it and they're not using it. I'm thinking y'all got way too much time on your hand to be sitting around here picking scriptures out the Bible and just going back and forth. And then I've watched some of our brothers become very verbal and very heated, and they have said some things, you know, that I was think like you know you should reserve that for people that are oppressing you. Shouldn't use that amongst your own brothers. But again, these are the people who are asleep, and these are people who are, they know the truth, and then they're still asleep. So, I mean, I guess it can kind of expect it, but I just wanted to throw it out there because you, you brought up scripture. And it's a horrible thing to see, man. It really is. Excuse me. Yes, sir. So I got I want to propose something. Hey, first of all, hey, uh, Cedric, how's the um the trust stuff going with you? Look, you know, I'm working myself up to it because I'm fine. I'm asking myself the dumbest questions about something that should be really, really simple. But again, um, I'm still stuck in trying to figure certain things out. I have right. to stop being nervous about it, and I have to call. actually no, I take that back. I did contact the IRS yesterday. However. It was the local. I did not get in contact with the uh, the main office, but I will contact them because I really, really need to contact them because I've been making certain or trying to make certain things happen, and I think I'm at the point where I look. It, I should have a trust in order to be doing some of the things that I'm trying to do because it's much safer, and um, that's just kind of one of those things that I've been just right. Oh, it's been really picking my brain, but yeah, brother. Hey, so let me let me ask you this question. You always hear about the United States. You ever hear about the United States being a trust? Yeah. Operating Isn't that what trust? it is? Yeah. Right. So, 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 so what, what, what do you think the Constitution is? I mean, I think uh, I think that it's the terms and conditions that governs the the trust. It's the living right. will of the trust. Right, right, right. Okay. So now, nah, you were talking about we need, you know, it's time for us to get our own house, right? Yeah. So, so Moses went to the to the wilderness for forty years to get the law. Yeah. Um, the law being what we could now call the Torah. 
Uh-huh. And so uh, my thoughts are to you. I mean, just kind of expounding on something. Do you think Moses was getting the law for the trust because he was a trustee of the Most High? Hey, I yeah. hey, I wouldn't disagree. That's how, I mean, in terms of economics and commerce, I would definitely say that. And it's just right. my yeah. personal opinion. Right, right, right. Yeah, because okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you when you talk about us having our own house, and you know we you know we learn trust trust law in the nation, you know, and if you're familiar with what the nation is, you know, and what our constitution being the Torah, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like we're supposed to be operating through trust. Trust allow for us to have to to operate in the private. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, trust is is trust. Um, law is superior than the Constitution law. And if you read it in American jurisprudence, if you go to the law library, uh, a trust indenture is more powerful than the Constitution. Right. So, you know, I think about how we're all awakening. And we're awakening, we're awakening things like formulate our own trust, you know, mm-hmm. operate in the private, you know, operate through nationality. You know, God's law is above all law. You got God's yeah. law, then you have positive law, and you go into procedural, uh, remedial, substantial. You know, you go into all these different forms of law, um, public law, um, and but in private law. But the, the, the most highest law is higher than all law. Right. So, you know, I just, I. You know, I, I think there's a – I know there's a transition happening right now. Uh, I just saw the Pope say something like – what did the Pope say? The, oh, they removed it. But he talked about the world being in some uh, – he's predicting danger. Uh, there's a lot of – I've seen they, that. They, 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 they know that there's a shift in their power, period. Yeah. They know it. They know, but they, they they know things are shifting. They're actually preparing us for this shift, and that could be bad ways. That can also be, you know, said black people in positions that you never imagined seeing us in. Like mm-hmm. you know, even seeing Barack Obama as the president, just his a melanated brother as a president. You know mm-hmm. that you know whether they're using him to throw weight on him or to blame something on him. You have to also look at that, you know, what did we do when we were losing power? Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Our students, we start putting them in positions mm-hmm. to preserve the law. Well, you know, look what's happening. They're, we're getting put in positions that, you know, we would, you would never imagine, you know, from where we came from, from the, you know, from slavery to now, like, you know, a lot of people are shocked to see that we're in these positions. But if you look at yourself and myself and everyone on the line, everyone in the nation, even brothers that are doing it wrong, they're picking up law books. They're understanding mm-hmm. the United States law. You know, they're they're taking out the time to, to understand the language of law. And, you know, there you 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 have people that are, are called, like, paper paper terrorists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether they're right or wrong, they're making an attempt to figure this stuff out. Right. And I think that's I think that's what's really shaking us all up. Like people ain't sitting back no more. You know, they they going into the courtroom and arguing, even though that's probably something dumb to do because you're you're in the debt court. You're in a debt right. court talking about um 
what's true and false and stuff like that. Now, you know, and we can get into that even deeper, but it's just, um, you know, I just really see, like, you know, they know their time's up. So if you're wise, you know, you, you'll put people in a position so so so, so you have some type of favor <laughs> when your time is up. You're right. You know, I, I wouldn't agree. I, I get with that. that. You know, I just wanted to throw that out there and see what, what y'all think about that. Because I think trust, I know the trust law, you know, us operating in trust has a has a, a huge, you know, um, role in us, um, you know what I'm saying, yeah. operating well, collectively, privately. Speaking, speaking of the trust, right, speaking of America as a trust or the United States as a trust, I want to throw this out here. First, I'm going to ask Ima Yaruf. Ima Yaruf, let me ask you a question. Ima, are you there? Okay, maybe she's on mute. Okay, well, brother, let me would let me uh, read this to you guys and tell me what if you guys have heard this before. The brother had posted something on Facebook. Uh, by the name of uh, uh, Elijah Prophet, I think that's what his name is. And uh, this is from the American Herald. I'm not sure which day. Okay, this is published on the sixth month of the 10th day in 2015. And it says, Manhattan Island and the Netherlands run to Vatican City for help. Now it's saying that this is what it's saying. Dear readers, an interesting story came across the desk of the American Herald about a specific agreement made by and between Vatican City and the United States of America. Link. On the surface, it looks like something completely unrelated to the subject matter of, the in, of this international public notice. However, looks can be deceiving. Okay, and it reads as follows. Everyone knows that the United States of America, quote, the U.S. and the United States are corporations. Any knucklehead with the working knowledge of the Internet or a library can verify that information in a matter of hours. Yet Vatican City attempts to make a treaty with those entities. Why? For those that do not know, this next image is United States and the U and the US started in seventeen eighty four. Now what I'm I have a picture and I posted this in the university in the site blogs. You can look it up in there. I posted this in there like maybe Monday or something. And um there's a building. There's a very tall building. Um this building was founded in June 9, 1784, two hundred and thirty years ago. The headquarters is one Wall Street, Manhattan, New York, one zero two eight six United States U dot S dot. Area served worldwide. And it reads as follows. This is the city of Washington, DC, under a completely different flag. Link. The United States dash US claims jurisdiction over the city of Washington, DC in that same map. The reason for this claim is a court, quote, Georgetown is a historic neighborhood, commercial and entertainment district located in northwest Washington, D.C., situated along the Potomac River, 
Founded in 1751 in the state of Maryland, the port of Georgetown predated the establishment of the federal district and the city of Washington by 40 years. Georgetown remained a separate municipality until 1871 when the United States Congress created a new consolidated government for the whole District of Columbia. A separate act passed in 1895 specifically repealed Georgetown's remaining local ordinances and renamed Georgetown's streets to conform with those in the city of Washington. End quote. Whenever a port is created, a district is created for the administration of that particular port. In this case, all the United States or all of the U.S. states use Washington, D.C. as its administration for its port, meaning all of the states use the same port and administrate that port for each state from the House of Representatives. The foreign Manhattan Island claims that claims the District of Columbia as its district by placing the 50-star flag of the company over the White House. The corporation created in 1787 to administer the port is called, quote, the United States of America, which is not a country. It is a corporation created to administer a port on behalf of the United States-U.S. on Manhattan Island. Manhattan Island used the United Nations to give the United States of America a country code, which is a total fraud. Manhattan Island is under the charter of the Netherlands where there is a place called the Hague. And I've heard of the Hague. The Hague is where the International Criminal Court resides and protects the Netherlands from international crimes. Along comes the international complaint of human rights violations from the government of the United States of America against the Organization of American States. The report claims that United States citizens have been trafficked to the United States-U.S. by a corporation called the United States of America, thereby making the U.S. citizen not eligible for any protection as Americans and foreign to their native land. Further, it places all U.S. citizens as subjects of the Netherlands monarch. The Organization of American States reserved the report on Monday by notary presentment international protocol is that when a report of the nature reaches an international entity, it is sent to the Hague or, quote-unquote, the International Criminal Court. Apparently, the International Criminal Court instructed the United States-U.S. to make a deal with Vatican City. Quote, June 10, 2015, today the Holy See Secretary for Relations with States, Archbishop Paul Gallagher and the U.S. Ambassador to the Holy See, Kenneth F. Hackett, signed a historic agreement between the Holy See, acting also in the name and on behalf of the Vatican City State and the United States of America to improve international tax compliance in exchange of tax information in view of the U.S. Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, end quote. And the article proceeds to call it a crime to withhold your money from the poor. I'm going to stop right there because it's, it's a – let me see where I stopped it off at. One, two, three, four, five, six more paragraphs down. You guys can read that in the university. I put that in there. It's by the American Herald. 
and they are explaining to us what the America, what these United States of American corporations are, because they're because obviously there are several different United States of America, and they are used in different places on this said land. Can y'all believe that? Wow. There are yeah. There are several different United States on this said land here, and they made a deal with the Vatican. So, so, Ak, Ak, um, Ak Cedric, yeah. you may mention that that is wow. located in the Hebrew University site? Yeah, this is in you. Now, y'all know I was going to not put I put this in the Hebrew University in the site blog. Y'all know this was not, this is something too good to pass up, and this needed to be in the university. So, whenever you get a chance, check it out. Well, yeah. uh, you might well, yeah, have man. Much appreciated, Ak. Much appreciated, Ak. No, no problem. Yes, sir, brother. Yeah, man, it, it's, they're, they're all corporations, man. Even the even the even the IRS is a private trust out of Puerto Rico and uh, the Philippines. They have three private, they have three trusts out there. So at the end of the day, man, yeah, this is yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, they're using you're, they're using I think what ten miles, ten by ten square miles as uh, um their um. Their uh, jurisdiction or their what they consider their uh, United States of America or was it the District of Columbia? Yeah. Yeah, they're using that as like their their, their base. Right. Uh, right. To but that's not where they're actually located. All the people. Right. That's not where they're actually located. They're actually located. The, the the real you or quote unquote the authentic or I don't know which one is real because there's so many United States obviously this one this United States is headquartered in this is one Wall Street Manhattan New York uh, I guess this is the uh, zip code or area code one zero two eight six United States comma US dot S dot and I made that distinction because there are different United States within the United States, and I didn't, I didn't know. And yeah. as a matter, yeah, like this is crazy. This is crazy. Yes, sir. Wow. No, and you know when they, when you claim to be a U, a United States citizen, you know you're you're talking about the United States uh, corporation. So it's almost right. like, you know, you're you you almost are like. Your your corporate property, right? So, you know, man. At the end of the day, man, you can't. Everything they're doing to us is voluntary. We're, we're volunteering, volunteering for this treatment, man. You know, yeah. we have yet. You know, brothers until now weren't weren't picking. Well, I'm not even gonna say up to now because you know you got brothers like priests and 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 those before him that have been dedicating their life to figure this out. But you know, it's you know, for us younger generations like myself and yourself, like you know, this is like you know, we 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 picking up these books and you know, you're starting to realize like, man, you know, they ain't doing, you know, they they they're doing what we allow them to do. Right. I appreciate all the time. You don't need a a, a nationality card. You don't need no paperwork. It's all about you. You know, right. When are you going to stop signing those contracts? You know, right. when are you right. going 
start reading on what are you going to start doing for yourself and stop being a welfare recipient. Because anytime right. you use public assistance, you are a, 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 of a welfare class. You right. know what I'm saying? When are you going? When are you going to put your children out of school and, and, and homeschool? You know, right. when are you going to plant a garden and, and, and make your own food? You know, like like. And as we make this shift in our in our mental, then you know we'll start to say, "Hey man, I don't need your help." Hey man, I, I, I you know I'm not a corporation, man. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. You know, I'll do for myself. Um, go please help others that need your help because I don't need it. <laughs> and, and, and take yourself up out of this system. That's right. what it involves. Come up out of here, my people. Just take take yourself out of the system. But that's tough. It's easy to talk about. It's harder to do it. But you know, man, I don't, I don't see nothing they doing wrong because when I look at everything, man, we we signed up for it. Yeah. We signed up for their benefits. And we're in their house. <laughs> and we're in their house. But if you say this to some some quote unquote conscious melanated person, you know they're gonna look at you like it's stupid. Because see, they want to be the they want to be conscious, but they want to be the victim too. And when right. you say you signed up for it, you're defeating their purpose of you're you're defeating their purpose. Because in their it's mind, they think smart. <laughs> right, like in their mind, they want to be conscious, but they want to be the victim, and they can't have it both ways. Because in order for you to be free. You have to be willing to accept that you are wrong. And these people, our brothers and sisters are out here, and they're picking up these books, and they thinking, oh, I know something now because I know something about the stars. I know something about the moon. I know something about the government and UFOs and all this other different stuff. But I'm like, okay, yeah, that's all cool, but you got somebody who control what you eat. <laughs> they control what you drink. They control when you pay your light bill. They control how much water you use a month. They control what your children eat at school, what they learn in their books, how much you pay for their books, how much you pay for their shoes and their clothes. The basic necessities, and you weren't about stars. You have, like our brothers and sisters have really got to get out of this mindset that I'm poor and I'm still right. No, like you got to accept sometime that's wrong. And what do you need to do to make it right? Because that's the only way that we can be in unison is if we accept that we're in a wrong state of mind. Because even these so-called conscious people, they don't even want to accept that they're in the wrong state of mind. They talk about it. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't understand that along with accepting that you're that you're in the wrong state of mind, conscious, that your ego needs to be checked. Because they think that you can still change the status, but you don't have to change your ego. You see what I'm saying? And that has got to stop because this poison that they're spreading is going to kill them, not the oppressor. <laughs> it's going to kill them. The oppressor yeah. is looking at them like they're crazy. Yeah. But we need to hear this because I'm telling you, like, shucking the job and shucking the job and all you want to, but these, one thing about this beast is they follow the law to the T. And if they feel like you are wasted real estate, nobody's going nobody's gonna to buy you, we're going to tear you down because nobody's going to buy you. We'll just, we'll just abate you and we'll just sell you because we got the insurance money on you as a corporation. 
They got insurance claims on us. I know that if they got if they got us as domestic corporations or domestic trusts, I know they got insurance on those corporations. You feel me? And I know yeah, this because they every definitely do. They definitely huh? do. Yeah, they because every corporation do. got every corporation has to have some type of insurance. <laughs> you Would mean? you protect your property? Right. That's all we are is property. So, I mean, look, they got no problem disposing of us because they feel like they can do without. All they got to do is just take all the winners and call them African-Americans and tax them. It's an economic wow. thing. And they don't care anything about what book of stars and the book of the dead. Oh, my God. If I hear anything about the book of the dead one more time, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about that. That's ridiculous. That's some foolishness that these – never mind. I'll leave it alone. Only thing I'm saying is, look, it's, it's really our time. I think we're in a very good place right now. I think uh, – Great place. Look, first and foremost, let me just say this. Emi Yaru, you have got, got to be one of the most – I can't describe you, man, because I know I, – I, my mother is a very sharp woman. And I've met some very sharp women in, in my life, but you have got to be one of the most sharpest women I know. This woman, and I and I said this last week, we did a um, we did a news session, and one thing I know about Ema, maybe you're a borderline perfectionist, but that comes that comes with that comes with understanding that when you're trying to fulfill a certain endeavor or you're trying to fulfill the law. You know, we understand that there there's room to make mistakes, but we must try to correct ourselves in the process. And one thing about one thing I know notice about Emma is that she is she is the essence of kind of what Leviticus talks about. Oh, I think we spoke on that earlier, but I noticed that about you. Thank you. And I all listen. the other stuff with this book, you, I, you are awesome, man. Like I listen, I listen yes, to it. I it's awesome. It sounds good. It's getting better and better. I am very proud of you guys. I'm proud. Yes, ma'am. We have a great teacher because Lord knows if I had heard it from anybody else and if I was in the wrong state of mind, I probably have told Ema, look, lady, <laughs> we not going. I don't know all that yakety yak. We just got to do it, but... When you humble yourself mm-hmm. and you listen, because we're not perfect. But right. one thing I noticed is that she gave us enough follow. She gave us enough room to follow through, and everything worked itself out. I wish that this was. I, I know we have that here. We have it in all our different departments. You mm-hmm. know, we must be. Um, we must be very patient. Mm-hmm. With whoever we're dealing with, because we want everybody to, you know, whether it's whether it's a mistake or a not a mistake, we want to give people a room to understand what it is that they're doing, and you mm-hmm. do that, and that's mm-hmm. what I admire about you. I think that is so awesome. Even priest do priest been doing it since I've been knowing him, and he's you know he's the reason why most of us can actually sit and have a decent conversation without throwing mm-hmm. hands or. You ain't that. You, I more like no. We don't. You know, and I love. I love that. Like, but I just had to put that out there because, you know, I, I, 
I noticed it, and I, I had to put that out there. I just think you're awesome. I'm gonna ask. I got two questions: one to you, and then one to the brothers. Okay, yes, I noticed. Let me ask you: Did that breathing help? Because I could tell a difference in you. You was just—I mean, you awesome today, brother. So, you does know, that breathing, breathing help? You know what is is different because I never really thought about my breathing. I always, uh-huh. um, I don't know. I just always kind of breathe and. It, did, it never dawned on me, like, hey, maybe she's right. Maybe if I try it that way, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, I noticed something. It was hard. It was like putting pressure exactly. on my body to do something. We don't breathe. Everybody don't, we don't breathe the correct way and do, you know, Brother Priestley tell you, breathing is one of the essence of life. I mean, it's a, it's a gift that if you can breathe yes, right, ma'am. I mean, your whole body just functions better. And you, yes, you, ma'am. you was like relaxed. You went off. Uh, I mean, I, I can't explain it. Uh, everybody, he was just beautiful. It was beautiful. It well, was beautiful. one thing I say is this: when you know you only got a little bit of time, <laughs> you only got a short period of time, you gotta, you have to be conscious of other people when in, in their time, and you gotta be calm because I didn't want it to sound like we rushed it. So I. This is like, hey, and I wanted it to sound professional. I wanted it to sound like something we've been doing for a while, even though we may have had a little teeny bit of inconsistencies where we probably uh, rumbled, but it was still fluent. You see what practice, I'm saying? Practice makes perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, we're new to this, but you got, like I said, you got to sound like you've been doing it forever, but I just uh, wanted to put it out there, even. I just think you're doing an I'm awesome job in that. Y'all going to be the best of the best. I'm going to work with y'all. If you just, like you said earlier, like you said earlier if, if, if people will listen to that instruction, things just fall. It's like ABC, one, two, three, the simplicity. See, that's yeah, why father, we are so, uh, we're so complicated. We're so confused, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. going to ask y'all a question. What do you think about this woman being on the $10 bill? Oh, wait. I thought that was a joke. No, it's, no, they're going to do it. No. You gotta be kidding me. I I thought that was that's a joke. I was just right at the thing, man. Yeah, no, it's gonna actually be a woman on the ten dollar bill. Well who's the who's the woman? Do you know? Isn't that Tubman? Huh? I thought the woman was here here, Tubman. What I didn't hear you. I thought the woman they were gonna put on the American bill was the Harry was Miss Harry Tubman. They're gonna put Harry Tubman on the ten dollar bill? No, they said that they were thinking about doing right. But here's exactly. who I think that they're actually going to put on the dollar bill. Cause you just said Hillary. Woman. <laughs> you know who I think they're going to put on there? Not Ew. Hillary. I think that they're going to put the Statue of Liberty on the dollar bill. Huh? That's, not, that's not a woman. I don't think they're going to do that. No, no I, was, I, was, I, was, I was hearing this morning that Harry Tubman was going to go on one of the bills. I didn't hear that from the news. Wait, I, so you I, really I didn't I did not hear I did not hear that from the news my I did not hear that from the news myself. I heard that from our legend who heard that from the news. Once he told me that, I didn't really ask him about it. I, my my mind wasn't on that at that moment in time. But if if it is Harriet Tubman gonna go on the the the, the United States money, then she needs to also be on the Canadian money also. Uh huh. Um, well, I think y'all could tell. How you could, how you gonna know for sure? Uh, it, you know, we can kind of narrow it down because you know if we if if over in uh, England or you know there if they kind of like running everything, 
and the queen and all that, they're going to have a Caucasian woman. Now, that shows it down. It ain't going to be no Negro woman. Exactly. You know, but, so we knew it's going to be a Caucasian woman. And the only person I would think, in my mind, that she's dead is Sister Teresa. Now, I don't know about anybody else. I don't know. I can't really see nobody else that's really, you know, I don't know. I well, don't know. let me just, can I just, can I just say this? Let me just say this. And I have to get this out. Because I'm looking at what we learn here in the nation, and I'm and I think and I'm thinking about this because I said this a couple of weeks ago. Um, Brother Priest had brought it up in one of the classes, and I made the statement. And actually, this was way before we got in the class. Uh, I think Sister Tiffy put it on social media. I think it was her, and it could have been one of the uh, brothers. I'm not sure, but I said I don't think that's a good idea. Here's why, Brother Bartholomew. I think I I think I've mentioned this to you as well. I don't think that this is a good idea, and here's the reason why. When you look at the dollar bill, it's a promissory note. It's a promise to pay back money. You see what I'm saying? And and for them to treat it as if it's some type of nostalgic collectible, you know, it 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 kind of makes me think that. It, well, it further lets me know that this government is going down because they don't even value their own money in order to tell the people the truth about what that actually is. You put a dead person who is a slave on money that is supposed to be better money, it signifies one of two things. First and foremost, and I don't know why the con- con- common person will see this, First of all, if they're putting a slave on the dollar bill, it can only mean in my mind they're letting people know that this is slave money. This money is for debtors. <laughs> That's number right, one. Right, right. Two, number two. Right. Number two. You're putting money, you're putting a face or of a black woman who is dead on money that is supposed to be owed by the United States government. They owe that money. So you're letting, so they're putting a face of some dead woman and letting the world know that this woman is the face of the people who are going to pay you back the money. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. And people, and they were going home about it. And I said this, I spoke about this at the job one day, and they looked at me like, I don't understand it. But when I broke it down, they were just like, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. I was just like, yeah, that's not a good thing. Like, I would be proud to have my people right. on the face of something that someone owes. Let them pay back their <laughs> own debt. Wow. Keep Abraham Lincoln's face on there. Keep all but, them bastards' face on there. Yes, bro. When you, look, when you look at the minds of slaves, what else is that going to do? That's going to create an interest for this note that's losing value. Uh-huh. Like, oh, right. man. Oh, man. Yeah. We got a black person's face on the, on the dollar bill. Money, money, dollar bill, y'all. They going to be more money. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Right. That's, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's supposed to be done uh, in uh, 2017, like the uh, movie's coming out. Everything's building up to that, you know, everything. And this then I talk about a, a yeah. woman president, so who knows what's going to go on with that. The baby is ready to be delivered. Somebody needs to get the knife in place so they can cut the umbilical cord. Because it is time for her to be born. Israel needs to pass through. Because if we don't, 
we'll witness something that our ancestors didn't have the chance to witness when they came out, or when they were getting ready to escape, or when they were getting ready to go for their own. They didn't stay. They left. We stay. We can be part of something very lethal, and it ain't going to be good. Uh-huh. You know, so, and then not when I'm saying leave, I don't mean necessarily because we, our home is anywhere. Mm-hmm. Our home is anywhere. And the reason why I say our home is anywhere because as long as we know what real estate is and we are trying to practice it, we can make our home to be anywhere. And considering the fact that everything is aligning up where these people and their trust can at any time fall, their faith can at any time fall, it can be collected and it can be placed under, it can be sold and it can be collected under a different trust. We've already set up our trust, and we know for a fact that once we construct it perfectly, we are going to be above these estates, and we will be able to purchase these estates. And everything that was theirs will now become ours. This ain't no Illuminati kind of thing. This is real life because that is what happens when you have a debtor and a credit relationship established and someone defaults on a contract. United yeah. States default on a contract. The Vatican has defaulted on a contract. Britain has defaulted on a contract. And let's not even speak of the state of Israel. We just already know they just... As long as as long as the United States and the Vatican is put into place, they are always just defending themselves because they just love working their little contract. So you know, four entities being collected all over the world, falling all at the same time. Imagine that. I wanted to ask you a question. Did you hear? That changed it up a little bit. Did you hear about the uh, other incident, another swimming pool? I don't know. I think it was in. Um, it was. I don't know. I don't know where it was. There. You have to look it up. But there was yes, another ma'am. incident. Did you see that? What, what, what was the incident? Oh, uh, it was a couple of days ago. This um, this Negro woman took her children, dropped them off in the swimming pool, and one of her children didn't have a swimsuit, so the people of the swimming pool of uh, the complex called. And and they the, the police ended up having a fight tussle with them and her daughter, two women, uh, some children, lots oh, of yeah. women up. Did you see that? Yeah, I heard about that. So they roughed her up really bad, but now they're about to lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That was horrible. I didn't see the video, but I heard that it, was, it wasn't it was good because they yeah. roughed her up pretty bad. Yeah. And the same incident happened to my daughter and her, her fiancé. They went to the swimming pool the other day, and, and they claimed there's too many people, and they couldn't do this, and they couldn't do that. I see it all happen. It's all happening at the same time, so you know, you know what's happening, what's coming down the pipe. You know what's coming down the pipe. And like Brother right. Priest did a, um, he was talking about prophets and priests and stuff, especially prophets and stuff. And a lot of people think they have magical, you know, uh, powers to stuff where they can predict the future. But everything right. is repetitious. It's repetition, so you can recognize what's going right. on in the You know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you're right. I mean, the evidence, and you know what's even more sad. You know what's even more sad about what you're what you're just saying because you're so right about it is mm-hmm. that not only can you see it. But it's written in a book that these people will not sit down and take the time to read. It's there. Right. 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 
And and not only that, that's not even the good part. Now that's not even that's not even the sad part. The sad part is in each of the book because it doesn't just outright put it into uh what it doesn't put it into sequence. However, the acts are there, but if you read the book long enough, you can go back in the book and you can put the and you can put the acts into sequence and you can see what's going to happen. It's not right. like you, you know, man, right. I think that's just the... Gosh. Well, that's not no magical powers. Yeah, it's no, magic, it's no like, magical powers. It's just there. That's just, man. It's just blindsided by our own actions, man. That's just all that is. That's wow. all it is. Yes, sir. That's it. That's crazy. It's all in the cards, and they're starting to prosecute these... Uh, um, people that are doing wrong. Uh, did you see where AT&T had to pay all that money? No, ma'am, I did not. AT&T had to pay all that money because they were suppressing the Internet users that wasn't having to pay anything. They just paid out a lot of money. Look it up. What? Yeah, look it up. If you can pull it up, yeah. Yeah. Man, Sir. Man. You know, Brother, Brother Andrew. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Trump, Go ahead, Donald, uh, not Donald Trump, but the Koch brothers are having issues with the Republicans. You know, they're at each other's throats. But, but you, they've been having, they've been having, uh, the the Koch brothers been having or were at odds, quote unquote, with the Republicans since 2012, if I can last remember, because uh-huh. they've been saying it's been saying that uh, the lobbyists, including the Koch brothers. Has infiltrated the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and they um, are putting people in the Republican Party that are going to pretty much phase out the Republican Party and go all Democratic mm-hmm. or, or go all liberal, which is not going to be a good look. Which it, it really, honestly, it really isn't a good look for the government anyway, because when you look at the liberal platform. Number, when you look at it, uh, in public and private, the public uh, it consists of you have uh, these uh, radical groups. You know they they call them the the, the so called African American NAACP groups. You have the Jewish lobbyists. You have the, the Planet Earth people. You have the NAACP. You have the uh, you know the National Rifle Service uh, uh, Rifle Association. I think they're they're conservative, but you have all these different uh, free, uh, quote unquote, want to be liberal people who want the government depend the government. Uh, they let the government into their lives more. They want the welfare system and all this other different stuff. And then you got the conservatives, the Republicans, who are like, look, we do have moral principles. You know, we're a Christian nation and all this other different stuff. But in all actuality, both of these people are playing the same. They're playing cards at the same table, and they don't care anything about people who are in either party, whether they're conservatives, liberals, uh, fiscal conservative, social conservative. They don't care because all that because at the end of the day, they've been put there by the bankers, and they're nothing but the scapegoat for society to see to make them think that there's a government and it's not. But in all actuality, the Koch brothers and the Republican Party, that's just nothing but TV drama. I mean, at least that's what I think. Because 
I know for a sense I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the way the Cole brothers uh are uh I guess you can say structure. Even you know more about the Cole brothers than I do. I mean, they've been around for a long, long, long time. And I know that as long as they've been lobbying, the Republicans have been, you know, have to been, you know, they've been doing, in order for the Koch brothers to be uh, as prolific as they are today, I know that the Republican Party had to, you know, have a hand in that. So for the Koch brothers to make it seem like, oh, you know, the, the Republicans were against the Republicans, no, you're not. Those are your go-to people. Those are the people you nag the most. That's what that is. They nag those Republicans because they know the Republicans, they, you know, they put so much money to the Republican Party. And the Republicans have to honor that. They have to honor that system because that's how they set it up. But I'm going to just, you know, leave that with that. Emma, I know all of them playing the same field. They're playing the same cards, man. It's just sad that they're trying to deceive us and make us think that, hey, we hate each other. Yeah, they hand them out, feed each other. Steak, egg, and shrimp and grits. <laughs> so um, I yield, man. Um, any other topics? Oh, yeah, yes, brother. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't know if you could hear me. My phone is kind of frozen. Yeah, I can hear you, brother. Yeah, um, and you're talking about uh, calling the IRS. Were you setting up your your trust as a foreign trust, or just as uh, you know? Because I know you spoke a little bit about domestic, so you must understand that anything domestic is under the jurisdiction of the uh, United States. Or anything foreign is foreign to the United States. I mean that's what I I mean that's what I kind of gathered from a talk that we had a couple a couple of times ago. Um, you know that's what I that's what I kind of rationalized in my mind. But that whole I guess I gotta really go into the IRS code, brother, because when I look at that whole trust setup thing, man, it's it's very complicated because it's so it's a lot of different trusts, man. It's a lot. Right. I didn't even realize it was so many different ones. And then on the application, they're asking about, like, is the trust a, you know, a limited liability corporation? And I was kind of skeptical about that because it's like I know it would be considered as a limited liability corporation, but we don't, you know, you wouldn't have anybody working for you at the time, so I wouldn't know how to uh, – I'm not sure about it. So I have to kind of just read up on it some more or I can uh-uh. preach about it some more. Yeah, I would definitely say look up um, irrevocable private um, trust. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or what about or, UBOs? Uh, UBOs? You you heard of that? The unincorporated business uh, organizations? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, unincorporated business organization. Yeah, but that's like a, uh, that's like a, a common a, pri- a common law trust. You know, irrevocable. So that's 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 like a. Um, well, well, check right. this out, brother, because I was just looking this up the other day, and they have it, like, separate as if, like, irre- like irrevocable trust and UBOs are, like, two different entities, but they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, they, no, they're, yeah, they're different. You know, they use Massachusetts trust. You know, they use a lot of things. What it is is it's how it's the con- conduct of the trust. You know, okay. typically, so if the, if the grantor is, 
acting as a trustee, then that's that's a, a living trust, you know. Um, and when the grantor passes, then the trust um, converts um, to a, a irrevocable trust. Um, now I'm not sure if that happens after it goes through pro- probate or before, but I know. Um, that's part of that process. Then you have when the when the uh, grantor grants all property to a trustee, and that's and that's typically when you're in the irrevocable trust. You know. So, okay. I I didn't yeah. think about it like that. And then, um, and then they got trusts that deal like like the unincorporated business association is a business. It's, it's almost for business. It's for businesses. So it's like right. a, a trust for businesses. Like I just um, established, established my business because I've been going through LLCs and S courts, but you know the the trust allows you to operate in the in the, in the private. Right. The, the only way your trust is going to go into the courts is if you have a conflict between the beneficiaries and the trustees, and the trustees want to bring that trust indenture into the public to be examined because they need some type of judicial ruling uh, to get their get the judgment that they're looking for because you got to look at the trustee is in power of the trust you right know, everything you know the trustee is going to have title to all all property um and they um uh, issue uh, dividends and distribution to the, to the beneficiaries so oh. at the end of the day uh, beneficiaries have to go through the trustees. So in times when there's, some, let's say the the trustees are uh, the trustee or the trustees are in error, then typically you have to bring it to the courts unless you have a, a trust protector. Okay, let me ask you this question, brother, because you were just talking about uh, trustees and beneficiaries. Okay, consider this: you have the trust, and then you have the umbrella trust which is, uh, let's just say, for instance, you decide that there's the umbrella trust and you could, you create a trust and you decide to put the umbrella trust as the trustee. Now, listen to what I'm going to ask you. When that trustee comes in the state and the trustee, which is the umbrella trust, uh, becomes, I guess you can say now is acting in a grantor capacity, Will the umbrella trust be able to uh, divide that legacy between the beneficiary, or does that have to be taken to a probate court? Uh, now, I know it was kind of complex, but I, I well, was just... no, here, here's the thing, and, and you know, I think you that that may be a case law study, just studying some case law. Because um, I know you can have a a corporation function as a trustee um, for your trust. Um, So, yeah, you can't do that, and it still functions. um, And you can be an agent of, you know, you can be a general manager of your trust also as a grantor. So you can have still some type of interaction in a trust, you know, if you're like the hands-on type. Um, right. But, you know, just like preachers administer. Right. Um, uh, try to have original nations, um, you know, so you can still 
um, be in a position to interact within a trust and not be the trustee. Um, so, you know, because some people, I think a lot of people have trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have, yeah, they yeah. Don't have no one they can trust. Yes, so sir. I think that's the, you know that's the problem. So everyone's trying to figure out how they well, how they gonna get a trustee um, and um, dealing with their trust. So I think the trick is is create a, another um, trust to trust, be the yeah. trustee of your trust, so you can so you can pretty much function your trust. The whole thing is is under some type of litigation or some type of um, issue. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be easy to see that you're still operating in the capacity, um, and your trust is really not a trust. And the whole thing about a trust is being is having people that you trust. Right, so right. I right. think I think it's gonna to come to a point as we grow as a nation, we all may be trustees for each other's trust. Right, that would know? be a good thing. Right. Because right. you know, so I think that's gonna be that that is definitely huge, but. You know, as I was reading this book on trust, and the lady said, "Hey, if you can't if you can't build a trusting relationship with your family, then you need to get another family." Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I think a lot of us is going to be in that position. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, with the uh, Aboriginal nations, we could be up under that trust, up under buried in there. You say that one more time, Emma. I said, uh, with the tribes of Aboriginal, you know, we can be buried up under them. Um, we can be up on the umbrella of the tribes of Aboriginal, you know. And that's right, right, and that's what I was, well, that was, in so many ways, that's what I tried to hint to Brother uh, brother Bartholomew by calling it an umbrella trust because it would basically be the umbrella trust, and if we created our own trust, we can put them as the trustee. And mm-hmm. the only reason I kind of threw that out there or whatever, but I, I put it in a way where it would just be basic because if we start to create our own trust and we put subsidized trust underneath it, it would be the same thing. We would be an umbrella trust and then there would be other trusts underneath it. So right. it would continue and continue. It's like a mother and a father producing a child. Right. And then eventually that child is going to produce a family and then that family and then that family, but they're all going to be underneath this umbrella trust over the, the caucasoids called gentry. They all have a common ancestor. That's the same thing for this, uh-huh. this trust formation. Here's, here's something I want to throw at you guys. We spoke about uh, the 1492 Edict of Exposure 1492. I this is uh, something that I because I told you guys I did some research on it and what I ended up doing was I tried to apply what we learned in real estate to this situation to try to to see what would ha- see what had happened and why it happened. So I wrote this down. The uh, it says what if according to the expulsion of 1492 you had uh, in the case of Muhammad. The twelve, because that was the guy who that was the guy who was uh the last standing, I guess you can say, trustee of the Alhambra court. And then you have Isabel and Ferdinand. They asked Muhammad to relinquish the city of Granada. So I said, what if Isabel and Ferdinand were the mortgagers for? 
people holding the mortgage by transfer of deed or trust or mortgage, and they wanted Muhammad to pay on the mortgage, and he didn't. But what if he did, and they, Isabel and Fernandez, or the church, kept raising the interest rate on the mortgage, and he couldn't pay it? What if he, Muhammad, did try to pay it and and declared a bankruptcy or a, a bankruptcy equivalent because we don't know what bankruptcy was called back in the times of, in medieval times or bankruptcy equivalent and he couldn't because the court of Rome wouldn't allow it or what if Ferdinand and Isabella tried to foreclose on Muhammad and he didn't want to give it up. And Ferdinand sought remedy by the court to remand Muhammad. They, Ferdinand and Isabel, probably filed for a foreclosure and Muhammad didn't respond or maybe didn't receive notice. Muhammad probably couldn't, he couldn't pay because the money system at the time that the Moorish uh, Empire was in place, the money system probably was depleted and it probably converted over to a new money system that was issued in by the Roman Catholic Church. But the people who were enforcing it was Isabel and Ferdinand. What do y'all guys think about that? Wow. This is just something I was playing around with because I wanted to understand what happened in terms of commerce that this man, Muhammad, who was the trustee of the Alhambra Court at that time, which is the last stronghold of the Moorish Empire, why did he have to give it up? And how did this, how did the Roman Catholic Church uh, usher in the right to Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand to even seize the property from him? Did they fall like, on it? Like that, you see what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. That's what I want to know. Did they foreclose on him? Well, most likely they foreclosed on him because there was a constant battle between the two. But he gave in, and they wow. went out to meet each other. Like you can read this. I mean, they went out to meet each other, and he shook their hands. They were happy. He was sad, and they ended up going back into the Ottoman Empire. Now I'm looking all of this up and researching all of this stuff, or coming up with contemplating this in my mind while I'm doing the research based off this new movie that's about to come out because I want to understand how exactly did we fall. You see what I'm saying? And then most likely, what it all comes back to is we didn't follow the law. That's what it's going to fall back to. It's going to show its face that we didn't follow the laws because if we did, these people wouldn't have been able to I guess you can say it wouldn't. These people would have not been able to foreclose on us. I think that's the downfall. You surprised me, did you? Did you break the law? Right, basically. <laughs> you know, and I mean, something happened. I just wanted yeah. to know what happened, so I started playing around with that. I, I think that's what happened. I, you know, I, 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 and 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 it was just like, and also. I found out yesterday, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough when I was researching this, but I didn't realize they were saying that right around the time that the expulsion of the Jews happened, those, some of those Jews that were in 
same with the toner. Now, I knew about that. But they were saying that these, some of these same Jews were part of the Dutch West Indian Company. And these people were the movers wow, for uh, the transatlantic slave trade. They were the movers. So I the word movers. And mover means people who propose in a legislative body. Like, they were saying that uh, King James was the mover for the translation of the scriptures. Wow. He was the mover. He was the proposer. He was the one who commissioned it. So, you got these people who, quote-unquote, were enslaved uh, and they turned around joined forces I'm not sure who they joined forces with and I'm pretty sure at the end of the day it got the Vatican is always going to be late it's always going to be late back to the Vatican somehow these people these quote unquote Jewish Khazar people were they got the okay to Front run, front run the transatlantic slave trade. Said that the Dutch West Indian Company was the front runner for it. Like, they're the ones who proposed it. They came up with the idea. Wow. And, I mean, this is in our history. Now, when I'm looking at it in terms of commerce, I'm looking at it like this was the new innovation of the time. These Jews whether they were being kicked out of all of these institutions or these countries or not, these folks were always let back in because they were the working force behind these people's commerce. You see it in England. You saw it in Spain. You saw it in Italy. They were kicking these people out, but they were letting them back in. And I always ask myself, why? Because they did it here in the United States. But in 1742, when they were saying, uh, we must expel the Jews. Now, in my mind, I was thinking they were talking about the Negroes. But I'm thinking to myself, why are they expelling the Negroes? I mean, they just brought us over here. But I knew at some point they were talking about the quote-unquote Jewish people as well. Because I knew that those Jewish people were ripping them off. Right. They were ripping those people off. But you know why they kept them around? Because they knew those Jews knew their commerce. They okay. knew those Jews knew their commerce. And when those Jews proposed that dollar to them to help them get out of debt, oh, they was all for it. That's why they kept those Jews around. And they can look down on those Jewish people all they want to. But instead of looking down on them, they allowed them to become the treasurer. And they allowed those Jews to let to manipulate them into creating this whole different type of commerce that really isn't it's fair but it's one I wouldn't say it's one sided but you can see that it's 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 lucrative. It ain't it's 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 not something that they should be doing. It's the way that they do it that makes it a little it's the way that they go about doing it. Right. Right. And it's not really so much as the Jewish people doing it, it's the people that they're hiring to do it, like the, the Congress and the, the President and all these other different stuff. But in terms of law, and the maxims of law, it says that 
he who is hired, when a master hires someone to do certain things, it's as if the master is doing it. Because all the, the people who are like the attorneys and the congress, all they are is an extension of the parliament. They're just called different things. You see what I'm saying? It's just manifested power in different positions. Just like the Most High, is just, just, he's just nothing but energy, but he somehow manifests himself in the sun, he manifests himself in the moon, he manifests himself in the in, in, in the air, and the water, and fire, all at once. Right. Come on, man. If we, we, like, it's there, but we just have to all, like, come to a consensus and, and use what we know, each individually. It don't have to be a lot, but the little bit that we do know we need to come to a consensus, and we got to start practicing it. And we are doing it here, but what about the masses of people? Right. Whether they be black and white, they're not... I mean, they don't, I don't know. I just threw that out there, man. I, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Everything makes sense. Everything. Yes, it's all starting to come together. Yes, it really is. It's all starting to manifest, you know, and how can we deny all this to see? How? Yes, ma'am. I, I think this is something that we have to... What we should do is when we, like, I, I'm, I think I'm going to do this a little bit more often. And this is what is helping me with this. This is what helps me a little, to be a little more comfortable with this real estate thing. Is when we're going, when we're seeing pieces of history, when it comes to buying, selling, trading, we should go back and... Like, we should apply this whole real estate thing because honestly, it, it, it actually is more simpler than actually look. It's not as complicated. Like, I thought it was, and when I tried to apply it, it was, I came up with more questions than I thought I would. It was, well, let's try what if, or what if, or what if, or what if. And then you can come up with your, you can draw your own conclusions afterwards, which is good, you know, more questions. But I think that's the thing about commerce is you're always going to be studying it, you know, because um, you can create something new from it every day. But anyway, um, is there anything else anybody wants to put on the table? Anything at all? It doesn't have to be related to the topic. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else at this particular moment. I can't hear you, Mama. I said I really can't think of anything to say. I mean, we've covered from A to Z. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, well, I know one thing. We're, we, we will be starting back to school before the 22nd. Ma'am? I said school starts back next week before the 22nd. Yes, ma'am. And, you know, I can't Brother Andrew wait. still on there? Yes, Brother Andrew. Uh, are you uh, are you still here? there? Yes, yes, I'm still here. I'm still here. Are we going to see you in class uh, next week? Pardon? Are we going to see you in class next week? I hope so, most I will. We would really like to have you there, brother. We really would. We want all our brothers to be there. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Uh, I forgot to mention, um, I'm not going to be next week due to the fact that my, um, my aunt, she passed away, and I have to go to attend to the security makeup. So, oh. 
Yeah, if I get internet access, then... We'll keep her in our prayers, brother. Yeah. Please do continue, please. And as well as that, I'll do the same for the nation. All right. Yeah. Yes, sir. We have our condolences. Sorry, it's kind of hard for me to hear. Uh, Can you repeat that once more? I can't hear it. I couldn't hear you. It's kind of difficult for me to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling right now in auto. Using your headphones are not that good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, brother, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to go, but I love yes. everybody. And, and thanks for all the good information and the knowledge. And uh, I'll see you next week. Good job today. And I love yes, you. ma'am. It's the same thing with you guys. Um, okay. If no one else has anything that they want to put on the table, we can adjourn. Um, as even Yaru said, we will be uh, in classes next week. Uh, hope, uh, hope everything works out with you, Brother uh, Andrew. And um, we will see you guys back here um, in fellowship. We should be picking up in uh, the real estate investment program as well, hopefully. Um, Love you guys. Salam. Love you too. Bye, Brother Bart. See you later, Brother Bartholomew. Salam, Brother Bartholomew. I may call you later, Brother Bartholomew. Salam. Hey, Cedric, can you give me a call after you get a chance? Say that one more time, Brother. Cedric, can you give me a call when you get a chance? Did you, you, is your number in the email, Brother? My number in Hebrew? Or oh, is it in the email? Yeah, I can send it to you in the email. I can send it to you in the email. Sure, that would be fine. That would be perfect. Perfect, yeah. Shalom, yeah. shalom brother. Shalom, brother. Uh, shalom, shalom, email.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.